This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Well, it's good to be back at the desk of the Daily Detail, and I, I want to give a very thankful shout-out to Russ Jones for filling in for me last week in order to get out the Alabama National News to my Daily Detail audience. I really appreciate all of his hard work in doing that. Also, Parker Snyder for offering behind-the-scenes assistance to Russ Jones in distributing the audio files. Last week, I had a chance to disconnect from the Daily News and spend some time in South Alabama, where I was reminded once again of what a wonderful state Alabama is. It's full of kind, hardworking, friendly people who are doing a lot of good things every day for their family, their friends, their community, and their country. And they never get the headline exposure that they deserve for all of their hard work. My time in South Alabama was also a good reminder of the God-given values and freedoms that we are all fighting to conserve and protect in this state so that Alabama continues to be such a wonderful place to live, play, work, worship, and raise the next generation. So now let's get on to Alabama news. A pastor from South Alabama, along with church members, have now safely returned to the state after a harrowing time in Tel Aviv, Israel, where Hamas terrorist attacks occurred. Reverend Thack Dyson is part of the St. Paul's Eastern Shores Episcopal Church in Daphne, Alabama. Dyson and his wife were the last of the group to leave Israel. He put out a daily prayer video each day as the church traveled through the Holy Land with Emmanuel Tours. This was Dyson's last video entry before he was able to gain a flight out of northern Israel. Uh, We have to go to the airport. The airport was rocketed a couple of times yesterday. And uh, so uh, if they shut the airport down, no flights come in. If no flights come in, we don't get out. And then our next option will be maybe going to Jordan. Who knows? But we'll get out one way or another. Well, a vote for the next Republican Speaker of the U.S. House is expected this week. Two of Alabama congressional members, Gary Palmer and Barry Moore, have publicly voiced their support for Jim Jordan of Ohio to take over that position following the removal of California's Kevin McCarthy just a few weeks ago. However, Alabama Congressman Mike Rogers is going against his House colleagues and has come out strongly against the idea of conservative Jim Jordan holding the House speakership. Rogers went so far as to tell Bloomberg News that moderate Republicans may need to broker a deal with House Democrats in order to get a different speaker than Jordan. Democrat Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries was more than happy to entertain that whole idea of courting moderate Republicans in order to break what he referred to as MAGA extremism in the form of Jim Jordan. Rogers responded by suggesting that Jeffries make his terms for a deal known. Rogers then went on to call those who voted to ouster McCarthy as traitors. Now several House and Senate Republicans have posted to social media rebuking Rogers for his position that sides with socialist Democrats more than his own party. Former Alabama Congressman Mo Brooks says he's shocked to hear that Rogers prefers to work with socialists rather than elect an America first Republican. The issue of sexually explicit books for children being housed and displayed in public libraries is looking like it's going to become an issue for state lawmakers next year. Residents in various cities across the state have brought this whole issue to light this year, calling on state agencies to step in and remove the LGBTQ-themed books and to disassociate with the American Library Association and state chapters who are promoting the children books 
against the wishes of the parents. Governor Ivey weighed in on the issue by writing to the Alabama Public Library Service. Now the Alabama House Speaker, Nathaniel Ledbetter, and the House Majority Leader, Scott Stadhagen, have indicated to 1819 News that they will look into the issue when it comes to state funding of these libraries, as well as the policy structure and process that is being overseen by the Alabama Public Library Service. Ledbetter recently wrote to the APLS, suggesting that the public libraries reflect the wishes of Alabama parents or face intervention from state lawmakers. The 2024 legislative session for Alabama begins February 6th. A new plea hearing has been set to be held this coming Wednesday in the case that involves Dutch citizen Joran Vandersloot. The initial plea that was entered by Vandersloot regarding extortion and wire fraud charges was that of not guilty. However, the plea deal that Vandersloot will now be entering and essentially changing also involves sentencing. This will all happen at the U.S. courthouse in Birmingham. Vandersloot has been the prime suspect in the disappearance of Mountain Brook High School senior Natalie Holloway when she was part of a senior trip to the island of Aruba back in 2005. Birmingham Southern College is wrapping up its homecoming season and is now entering a new campaign for raising money to keep that institution running. The college asked the state for financial help last year due to budgetary shortfalls, and as a result, the state legislature created a loan program for educational institutions throughout the state of Alabama who have been in operation for more than two decades. The status of Alabama loaning any money to Birmingham Southern has not yet been revealed or even confirmed for that matter. The college is still moving forward with very fundraising efforts for the remainder of 2023. When it comes to colleges here in the state, 45 of them will be waiving their application fee all of this week as part of the Alabama College Application Week that runs from October 16th to the 20th. High schools will be hosting events for their seniors to take part in submitting their applications free of charge here in the state, as well as to some other participating colleges surrounding Alabama who are participating in the program as well. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, a second U.S. aircraft carrier has been deployed by the U.S. Pentagon to the Mediterranean Sea in response to the attacks that have occurred between the Hamas terrorist group and the Israeli military. The USS Eisenhower and the USS Ford are now creating a front in that part of the Middle East as a deterrent for the country of Iran from getting further involved in supporting Hamas, especially by way of the country of Lebanon. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin announced his decision to send the Eisenhower over to join the USS Ford, saying it's part of an effort to deter hostile actions against the country of Israel. This Tuesday should be an interesting day in the U.S. House as Speaker of the House-designate Jim Jordan is seeking an official vote from Republicans in order to confirm him to that position. Jordan received enough votes in a closed-door party meeting that was held last week in order to proceed with pursuing the House speakership and to secure the last few Republican holdouts who are hesitant to make him their party leader. Meanwhile, House Minority Leader Democrat Hakeem Jeffries is hoping for some of the moderate Republicans to cross over and join his party in choosing the next Speaker of the House. Jeffries admitted to having these discussions behind the scenes when he spoke on NBC's Meet the Press this past Sunday. There are informal conversations that have been underway when we get back to Washington Tomorrow, it's important to begin to formalize those discussions. And we, as House Democrats, are committed to finding that bipartisan path forward in a meaningful way. Florida Republican House member Matt Gates also revealed that there are some Republicans behind the scenes who are still hoping to reinstate Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House and have even made scheduling moves to potentially help in that effort. Gates spoke about it on Newsmax. And I've got to share with you some troubling news that we just learned. 
after having elected Jim Jordan of Ohio, the House Speaker designate on Friday. We took Saturday off. We're taking today off. And I've just learned that pro tem Patrick McHenry will now ensure that we take Monday off and we don't vote. I am here in Washington. We are meeting with our colleagues. Uh, my colleague Corey Mills came back from Israel where he was engaging in harrowing rescues to be here to elect Jim Jordan for speaker. But what the swamp is trying to do, they're trying to delay a vote for Jim Jordan because they know he is not beholden to the lobbyists and special interests here. So I'm in this interview with you to turn up the heat on Patrick McHenry and any Republican who would try to delay a floor vote on Jim Jordan. If they don't want to vote for him, let him do it in public. And now Kevin McCarthy himself is supporting Jim Jordan to become the next speaker, according to the New York Post. McCarthy says he'll do everything in his power to help Jordan garner the votes that he needs. Jordan's last post on social media reads that the differences between Republicans and Democrats in the U.S. House far outweighs the differences between those within the Republican conference and that the country, as well as the GOP conference, can cannot afford to continue the party attacks on each other. The top advisor to Dr. Anthony Fauci has now been subpoenaed to speak before the House COVID-19 subcommittee. Dr. David Morins was Fauci's senior advisor at the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases starting from 1998 until Fauci retired at the end of 2022. Morins is also being accused of deleting federal records surrounding the COVID-19 virus outbreak. This comes after standard requests for information and documents resulted in what the subcommittee chairman Brad Renstrup described as nothing short of lackluster and an obstruction of information. And the young Israeli boy who was shown on posters and videos in that country to promote the COVID-19 vaccine for children has now died. Jonathan Ehrlichman was only eight years old. He died from having a sudden heart attack this past September 28th while taking a bath. This caused the boy to slip into the waters and then drown. Jonathan is the grandson of a well-known Israeli doctor, Matty Ehrlichman. He was tapped to be part of the government programming to push the application of the COVID vaccine on children. And Republican Attorney General Jeff Landry of the state of Louisiana is now going to be the state's next governor, replacing the outgoing Democrat governor, John Bell Edwards. Edwards could not run for re-election due to term limits. Landry was elected this past weekend, gaining more than 50 percent of the votes in a primary runoff. In the past, Landry has been a very conservative attorney general, joining other state AGs and taking on the Biden administration through lawsuits when it comes to abortion the COVID-19 vaccine mandates, as well as the Biden administration's efforts to limit gas and oil drilling. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 